Welcome to the LinkedIn Branding Show, the podcast empowering women entrepreneurs, experts, and small business owners to rise up and stand out as they build their personal and company brands on LinkedIn. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the LinkedIn Branding Show. I'm your host, one part of Michelle Squared, Michelle B. Griffin, joined by Michelle J. Raymond. I love giving myself an artificial drum roll introduction. Boom, boom. No, seriously, we're excited because Michelle is something new to her LinkedIn profile. And we're going to make that our subject of today's episode because it is a very important part of your LinkedIn brand. So what is it? Today, we are talking about your headshot, your profile picture, all the things that represent you. So a little backstory, Michelle, let's tell them what you did and what you got out of it. So here's what happened, Michelle. Yesterday, I finally got professional headshots done. So I've had my business for two, two and a half years. My LinkedIn profile, I don't know, around eight years. I've lost count now. And essentially, this is the first time that I've ever actually had a professional headshot done. Now, I'm not going to lie. I got to tell you, before I went and booked this in, I was like so anxious, nervous. I was freaking out. I'm just going to put it out there. I was freaking out before I went and got this thing done. And I don't know why, but I just thought, what if he can't make it whatever it was in my head? Or what if he can't, all my flaws that I think in my head are a problem that no one else probably, they just roll their eyes. But yeah, I wanted to talk about the experience and why now I've chosen to get professional headshots and why for the last couple of years I've been okay that I haven't had it. It's the evolution of my brand and my business. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about it. But why is the profile photo so important, Michelle, for branding? We say this a lot here. First impressions are often final impressions. Think of LinkedIn. I always like to tell people, think of LinkedIn as the world's largest global networking event, okay? When you meet someone in real life, you hopefully look them in the eye and smile. You look approachable and friendly so you can start a connection and conversation. Now, one of the areas that I see people really, and I don't even think having an outdated picture is as bad, and this might anger some people, and it's nothing directly, but the headshots that go to the side, that look to the side, that's like my pet peeve. We want to look you in the eye. It's just, to me, it's a trust factor. And I know there are people who do it and they are, look artistic. And there's also people who use their logo or some other thing, not their face. And that is the number one thing to show that I trust you and I want to have a connection. You look friendly. Other thing is looking friendly and approachable. So there, those are some of the reasons why a good headshot is important. Now, I'm not saying it has to be thousands of dollars or should it be grainy and from a 2006 digital camera? No, but there's a far cry in between. So those are some of just off the top of my head, little rants about and suggestions for your profile picture. Did I nail it? And not often do you actually say that something drives you crazy. I'm so proud of you because this must really bug you for you to actually say, it bugs me people. Listeners, you should actually take note that's how important your photo is. For me, your photo follows you pretty much on every comment that you make. It's on your profile. Anywhere that you do activity, whether it's in the DMs, your photo's everywhere on LinkedIn. So it's just 
so important. And like it or not, Michelle, I'm going to put it out there. We're judging. Let's just put that out there. We're judging people every time we're scrolling. We might pretend that we don't. And we like to say, oh no, I love everybody. And I'm not judgmental, but I think subconsciously we do it anyway. And things like you said, if someone's looking away from the camera, that triggers something in you. For me, if I can't see them properly, that is a little off-putting. If it's too far back, it makes me think, I can't even see you. What are you trying to hide is what I think. So it's really interesting that you and I both have different feelings about these profile photos. But everyone has their version of what they like and don't like. And so let's step through today about what makes a good profile photo. And then I'm going to share the evolution of mine and explain to people where I started and where I'm at now. Oh yeah. And I have a little backstory of mine too, but have to just throw that in there as a follow-up. The far away ones are hard too. At the end of the day with what I do with personal branding, that's we're trying to build trust online and familiarity and relatability. So I love this topic today. Let's talk about our evolutions. And I do want to caution, we're not telling or suggesting that you should go get professional headshots. In fact, you just got them and I'm going to have another rendition later in the year, hopefully, but it's not necessary. But if we can nail these normal parameters of what makes a good trustworthy profile, then I think everyone can learn a little bit and maybe make sure their profile looks the part. So Let's start with your evolution, Michelle. You've been on LinkedIn for many years. When you started your business in 2020, what was your headshot? Do you remember? Look, I probably had one from my previous jobs. I had a really nice photo that we'd been to a conference. I had a polo shirt on, no surprises. And there's a story around what I was going to wear for this headshot, which I'll make sure we cover as well. But essentially, as I set up my own business, I had no identity. I didn't really know what I was doing. I had no intentions of setting up a business. I had come from a sales background. Branding's not my thing. Marketing wasn't my thing. I just jumped on there and went, okay, I'm going to pick a nice photo. So we say you don't need professional headshots because smartphones these days, the cameras in them are amazing. But what I did on my most recent profile headshot that I've had for, as I said, best part of two years, it was a selfie that I took in my garden. And then I went to Canva and removed the background and used another program just to put some teal colors around the edges. And it was done. And was it perfect? Far from it. I used to think, oh my God, I wish I ironed the collar on my shirt. There's a little bit that turns up. The little things that you notice, but people knew me for it and it was fine and I felt good. But the difference now is night and day. But did anyone really notice in the last couple of years? No, but now I see the step jump that I've made. So people will do that at the time that they're ready to do that. For me, I wasn't ready to do this two years ago. I wasn't even ready to do it six months ago because I didn't know who I was and who my company was and what I wanted to represent. And now I say, look, I want to put that next level out there to deal with bigger corporate clients. I also get published in different articles that are offline and off LinkedIn. And I wanted to really put my best foot forward. And so that's been my evolution. But when I look at my other one, it wasn't bad. It wasn't the worst. But now I look at this one and go, oh, okay, that's the difference. Yeah, it's the difference of you growing with your brand. And that's the same for me. I left my job January 31st, started fresh February 1st, 2020. A photographer friend of mine, I believe, was at a networking event and was taking some headshots. And the ones that I take with that purple shirt, that 
probably is my least favorite shirt of all. I just threw it on that day. I wasn't thinking yellow branding. I hadn't even started that yet. I just threw that on. It was winter here. I actually hate that shirt so much, Michelle. I hate that shirt. I never wear purple. Okay, today's the day we just threw it up. I actually think my sister gave me that shirt as a hand-me-down. She would die if she knew that or hears this. But anyway, so yeah, so I cringe. But here's another thing. So in August, six months after that, I was like, oh, I need to take some more headshots. So the salon that I'd get my hair done was bringing this photographer in. I spent money getting my hair and makeup done. The photographer was super nice, but half my face is dark. It was horrible. I'm not going to name names, of course. So that was a super letdown. I kept that profile picture for a while that I'm like, I hate this picture. And it was so bad. I had black parts in my teeth. It's kind of missing teeth. It was like the worst profile picture. I couldn't stop laughing. I know today's the day Michelle's just throwing it all out there. I have to be honest and real. So anyway, I quickly wrote back the February 20 pictures. And so mine are two and a half years old. And I keep saying, Michelle, you have got to get some better pictures. And here's why. Just like you and I said before we went live, personal branding photography that takes time. Like for me, I'd be like, oh, I want to make sure everything looks right. I've listened to other podcast people saying that. So it's a mental thing of time. But anyway, I hope my lesson inspires everyone. You don't have to have photography because Michelle, her profile picture was really good just doing a selfie. And there's so many tools. There's also, Michelle, a lot of photo editing apps you can get for nothing or free. that can really just enhance it. That's why I am wearing the purple shirt. That's the backstory. Once someone asked me, hey, what's the symbolic meaning of purple? And I'm like, nothing. On my banner now, I've made it black and white. So at least helps. So the thing that I was thinking, it's funny you talk about the shirt. So you know me from LinkedIn over the last two years. And pretty much that entire time, you will always see me with a black polo on. And it has my business logo. And that's because even if you were to meet me offline with friends, I always wear polo shirts. I literally have one of every color of the rainbow, the, the colors that suit me. So yesterday I was getting, or the day before the photos were getting done, I literally was standing at my cupboard. I'm holding my black polo going, that's me. I feel comfortable. People know me as that. I'm very happy with what I've chosen for that. Then I went, oh, I'm getting professional headshots done. Should I pull out my old business shirts, which are beautiful? And should I wear one of those and be grown up? This is what's going on in my head. Do I do corporate like I've always done and wear my beautiful shirts, my Ralph Lauren, beautiful collared long sleeve, or do I wear my black polo, which is me? And it was a branding choice in the end. It was a, I'm building my own business to suit me personally, that will attract the right kinds of people because they can resonate with my brand. And to be honest, I don't think anyone else out there cares what I wear, but in my head, it was how can I represent me? How can I be authentically me? How can I make sure that this picture represents me in 2022 versus me of 2020? I think probably every two years we should change our profile photos. So I was probably due for mine. But yeah, the challenge of business shirt, polo, business shirt, polo. Like, honestly, if you saw me, you would have thought I was a mad woman. I had shirts all over the bed. Poor Lil, she was like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I want to get it right. I put so much pressure on myself. And by the time I got to the studio to get the photos taken, I was a mess. I was like... 
oh, have I made the right choice? Maybe I've got a different black polo. Oh, man, I was crazy. So I'm letting people know we're human just like Absolutely. everyone else. And we, we promised that this show would talk about the real stuff. So I think to summarize, Michelle, let's take a look at this. So we want a photo that's less than two years old that is looking direct into the camera so you don't make Michelle mad. And then what other tips would you give people for what makes a good profile shot? You know, I guess it depends on you as a personality and maybe your industry, but I always think a little approachable, friendly. I see some really serious pictures and profile shots, and I also see some that look like mug shots. Just keep in mind that people judge you by your first impression. And I'm not saying for looks or anything, it's just as a human level, is this person friendly, approachable? Because I'll be honest, I've seen some photos that I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to connect with them. They look, maybe they wouldn't want to connect because they're serious. And maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm overly hypersensitive and intuitive on that. I don't know. But that's just me. And I could be completely off base and we're all different. But just be friendly. Like when you think of it as a networking event, when you go in person, do you want to put on your best face forward? And yeah, just keep it updated. One other thing, two to three years, I think is good. I know we've all seen people who have photos that are 10, 15 years old, and then you get and see them in person on Zoom and you don't even recognize them. And I think that's a little off-putting too. You've just reminded me of one of the photos that I think drives me a little crazy. Like you've got your one where they're looking off to the side. I'm going to put it out there. When you have a photo taken at a wedding and you love that photo of yourself and it's beautiful and quite often we're dressed up, we're amazing. That to me also gives off like a weird impression when you're on LinkedIn because that's not who you are every other day of the year. So whilst you may love that photo and it may capture you on your best day, I think there's still space to just make sure we capture on your mostly best day. It doesn't have to be to that level. So the other thing I would add is making sure that your face takes up I don't know, I'm going to say 75%, 80% of the little ring on LinkedIn, the circle, so that we can see your face. You're not too far back. You're not tiny. Because here's the thing, the perspective when you're too far back and you're tiny takes away from the fact that you're this, you could be an amazing thought leader, a subject matter expert, because you're tiny and it creates a perception that everything about you is tiny. So the other thing which we haven't spoken about is the choice of the color of the background on the photos. I have got the teal color. I've moved away from my little rings that I've had for the last couple of years, feel like I'm again, growing up a little, but you use color as well. So how do you tie that in so that other people might be able to learn? I did it early in 2021 and I don't know if I just didn't notice there seems like there's a resurgence or surgence of a lot of people doing color backgrounds. I think it really helps pop. So it's just one other way to consider LinkedIn as a branding tool, right? Your profile. I think it's just another way that even if you don't notice my photo, you notice that color. I hope when I use it as many times as what I do in lots of different places, when people see my teal, they go, oh, that's probably Michelle. When I think yellow, I always think of you when I see it. It's just another subtle way, but it can bring you out in your photo. A couple of tools, Michelle, that people could use for LinkedIn profile photos. What ones would you recommend? Of course, can the Canva Pro version, which I think you can do a 30 or 40 day trial. They even allow you to take the background out. But if you don't have Canva Pro, there is a great website takes a split second, remove background or BG or yep. remove background to BG. We'll put the links in the show notes. Snapper is the one where it'll tell you how 
friendly and approachable you are. It's AI generated, so take it with a grain of salt. What else did I miss, Michelle? FP Maker, I think is the other one. So F for Freddy, P for Peter Maker. And that's one that you can have some rings and different backgrounds around it. So if you're like me in Canva Challenge, I've definitely evolved in that space. But when I first started out, FP Maker was the one where I put some of the background rings on my particular profile. I'm pretty sure it's free from memory. It's been a while since I've used it, but there's quite a few different options. But ultimately, most of the stuff you can do, grab out your smartphone, take it in good lighting, looking straight on, make sure that you take up a reasonable amount of the screen. And I think make eye contact. It's just like everywhere. You make eye contact to connect with the audience. And if you follow these tips, I think you're in a good place. Absolutely. And the beauty is there's a portrait feature on your iPhone. Even if you can get someone to take it of you, because it's sometimes hard to hold a selfie, why not? So give it a go. As always, we're just here to help you build your personal company on LinkedIn. And the photo really is the one of the most important places. I actually think it might even be more important than the headline or they go hand in hand. Oh, one more little tip. We always about actual tips. When Michelle and I are doing lives or whatever, please make sure we'll put a link on this that you are profile setting, your profile picture is set to public. You would not believe a lot of people who show up in lives or wherever. And if you're not first to reconnections, you get the gray background, the gray profile, like a ghost is there. Unless you were planning to do that deliberately, I don't think a lot of people know that. And that definitely takes away from the whole experience as well. My tip for this week, having just updated my profile photos last night, is when I went and updated it, LinkedIn changes the settings automatically to take it from anyone can see it to only connections can see it. So anyone that's a follower of my particular profile or just not connected and they see my post because of someone else in their community, they didn't see my profile photo. So you actually have to go in after you update your profile photo and then change it to make sure anyone can see it. So that was just something that I noticed last night. Again, it's not something I don't change my photo every week, but I noticed when I did this, I was like, why can't I see my photo? What's happening here? And so it was an automatic change, which I think is a problem, but it is what it is. And hopefully if we've inspired people to take action, go find a new photo that I just think when you're proud of it and it's you being you and your authentic self, it will shine through and the rest of us will love it. I just look forward to hearing from people, Michelle. I'd love when they reach out and connect with either of us, both of us, and let us know what actions are you taking to really improve your brand on LinkedIn. We'd love to hear from you. Until next show, it's been awesome. Thank you for all of you who have so nicely commented. If you could give us a review or rating, it just helps us spread the message to help and more importantly, more women stand out and rise up on LinkedIn, their personal company brands. So we're here to support you in any way we can. So until next time, friends, we'll be back next week with another episode. But as we say, keep putting yourself out. So we'll catch you next time. Take care. Thanks for tuning in today. You know, more women like you need to be out there on LinkedIn building their personal and company brands. We would be so honored if you could leave us a five-star rating and review so we can connect with more women and reach more people. That's it for this week. So until next time, connect with us on LinkedIn and keep putting yourself out there.